Hello, and welcome to episode six of Deep Thoughts by Corky. Today we are talking about online dating, and I have been married for 15 years, so I haven't been on a date in a really long time with a random, but one of my friends is recently divorced, maybe like a year ago, and she has been online dating for the past six months. And let me tell you, it is a jungle out there. I feel bad for anybody that has to go on first dates. It's very entertaining for those of us that aren't there, but it's a constant, oh my gosh, it's usually a constant nightmare. And it constantly makes you question yourself because half of the time my friend hated the people she'd go on dates with after she met them. But if she didn't care about them one way or the other, but then they never even asked her out, she's like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Which I can see how that would happen. So I'm going to tell you about three stories about these people that I thought was real entertaining. Number one was the first one that she actually had a connection with. Let's just call him Larry, not his real name. He started by, they started messaging over an online profile that I take a lot of credit in because I wrote it for her and I picked the pictures. It's really hard to write your own, I feel like, especially if you're not used to bragging. So I'm real good at bragging about myself and about my friends. So I did her online profile. They started messaging on that app and then they graduated to texting. Well, they were having three hour long texting conversations, apparently super deep, really intellectual, really interesting, talking about their families, and this went on. So, okay, we got excited when she first had this connection. Then a week went by, all, you know, hours and hours of texting, still never a conversation on the phone. And so I started to, after like a week of this, I'm like dropping hints, like, can we graduate to a phone call or a meeting? Like, let's just not be pen pals. What's the point of this? And for some reason, the phone call would never come up. And so we, the rest of the friends, started to hypothesize that there's got to be something wrong with him. Either he's fake and not even a man who knows what he is, a girl or like an old 80-year-old or a kid or something, and with fake pictures, or he has a squirrel voice and he can't be heard. Either way, this went on for at least three weeks. And he travels a lot as part of his job. And so one of the like three or four weeks into these this super major at this point emotional connection of which they had never actually spoke out loud. They didn't know each other's voices. Anyway, he was traveling to Paris. And so my bright idea was, okay, when he's in the airplane, in the air, you know he won't be able to answer his phone so leave him a voicemail you can take baby steps so he can hear your voice and then maybe he can leave you a voicemail back I mean come on we're 40 let's move a little faster than this so she and I were out to dinner and we looked up a translation into French so that we could sound even smarter and she we had to use Siri to translate or to teach us the accents or, or the pronunciation of it. And then she left the voicemail and she was freaking out. And so was I freaking out because this is a big step in this in this weird relationship. Well, then we waited with anticipation for the next eight hours while this flight was going on. Then the next day and it was radio silence, not even any texting anymore. So he was scared off by a voicemail. 
man, that bugs me. He's real unavailable to date, apparently. But why are you on a dating website then? Okay, story number two is also early on in her online dating experience. I won't talk a lot about the date itself because I wasn't there, but I guess it was the highlight or lowlights really of the date where they went out to dinner. They were really dressed up. They um, held hands and his hands were like all sweaty and wet. So strike one right there. If you have sweaty hands, don't reach for the girl's hand on the first date, please. But then the other clincher were, I can't remember where they were, but they were in some like hallway or, or wide hallway of like, I don't even know. I'm picturing like a wide museum hallway with red carpet for some reason, but they were in some hallway in front of some window and he plants a kiss on her, not a makeout kiss, but like get your lips off. It wasn't like she was, they were not in any like moment of romance and she wasn't even looking at him. Like she almost got knocked physically off her feet and he just like laid one on her. I would have slapped him across the face because she already immediately upon meeting him was 100% uninterested, not attracted to him in the slightest, which I found out why later when I met him myself. So then it was, I guess it was the next day or the same day. I don't really remember, but I was supposed to meet up with her and we were going to the opera, which was the first time for both of us. It was really exciting, but we, I don't know if it was the same day or the next day, but randomly she she had mentioned that she was going to this opera with me and randomly he after the fact he's like oh what a coincidence I'm going to that opera too well first of all going to the opera isn't that common at least in my circle it's not so that's a real big coincidence but we were under the impression that he was doing that only because she was there because he was desperately trying to date her so whatever we go to the oh and then she she did say okay maybe if you're at the opera we'll meet you after the opera for an after show drink so we go to this hotel where the uh, no we go to the opera and we're looking around like trying to avoid him at intermission but he was nowhere to be found and the area where you go for intermission is really easy to spot people so we would have for sure seen him so we're like that's weird maybe he didn't go so then we go to the hotel and like fancy bar that's right across the street from where the opera was and we see him walk in by himself so he's not with his friends that he was supposed to be going to the opera with and we think he faked it he didn't actually go to the opera he stalked her down to meet at this bar afterward and that's when I realized why there's definitely never going to be a second date. He was wearing a suit, so he at least tried. Good job there. But he had duck feet, so he his feet were huge and they were pointed out like Mary Poppins. And his, the top of his legs were connected at, to the knee. So only his duck feet would move when he walked. So he looked like a penguin. He was super, his suit was like three sizes too big. He was really tall and skinny. And then he had this huge suit that you could tell if you punched his shoulder, it would indent the shoulder pad. And I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm 90% sure that he was actually gay. He, and I am best friends with 
a lot of gay people, so this is not ripping on them, but they all have some mannerisms that kind of go together. He had all these mannerisms. He was really, really awkward when he, he came up to us, like pretending that he was just at the opera, and we were... I don't think we asked enough specific questions because we hadn't discussed the fact that he would possibly fake going there just to find us. And so then he awkwardly hugged both of us and was like angling to come get an invite for an a date for a drink and we we somehow bailed away from him as fast as possible and then discussed how weird, how unauthentic how fake this meeting was and it was just weird and it was just a nightmare then the third one that I'll talk about is also one that I was highly connected with so we were in another city we'll call this guy um Tim not his real name I don't even know why I have to give these guys real fake names because I don't really even say their names but anyway we were in this other city for a girls weekend and this is close to where this other guy Tim lived so she's like hey now is as good a time as any to meet him for lunch since I'm near him and it might work out so she goes out to lunch and we're a little bit worried about online dating like you could be killed at any of these dates probably and this one she she had at each online dating person that she talked to she got better and better like no more pen pals that's not gonna work let's go straight to talking on the phone no messing around let's meet after talking a couple times like let's not drag this out so this guy she had talked to on the phone a couple times but she had just found out of his existence like a week prior so we pick a restaurant and say meet at this time and he was a little bit annoying in setting up the meeting like telling us all the things that he had to do like it was really hard to fit this in so either say you can meet or not but we don't need to know your entire day agenda anyway so they finally pick a restaurant we drop her off we're like oh my gosh good luck call us afterward and again we were in a different city so she didn't know any of the restaurants really and the first thing he starts doing is ripping on the restaurant and ripping on everyone in the waiting room so right there, date's over. Negative, we don't need. But then they, I think they got seated and he continued to complain. She's like, we can go somewhere else if you want. And so they did. They got into the car and left and drove to some other restaurant nearby. Well, they get to the restaurant. She orders a salad and he says, I'm actually not very hungry. I'm not going to eat. What? You just drove 45 minutes to watch somebody else eat on your first date like fake it at least just get something and nibble on it that's so awkward but it got even way worse so he was throwing f-bombs around like every sentence ripping on the kids that were there like um i can't remember what he said but something like don't the parents i don't even know but ripping on the kids and their behavior he was um Oh, he found out that we were having a girls weekend and he's like, oh, are the three of you going to have a threesome? What kind of question is that when you're first meeting someone? And then he says, um, I'm trying to remember all the details because all these guys blur together. 
Oh, then he starts to brag. He starts to brag because he had been golfing earlier that day. He starts to brag about how good at golf he is and pulls out some sort of credit card that you have to spend a lot of money to get. I don't know if it's like a silver card or some sort of card. Why would you pull out that card? It was like in the middle of their lunch and it was not time to pay. And it was just to show off like, hey, look at what card, what kind of card I got. So, oh my goodness, so many things that go wrong on these dates. Really, even if you're just average, I feel like you can get through a first date without doing anything really polarizing one way or the other. Shouldn't be that hard, and if there's no connection, fine. But these people are outright cray-cray. So... That's it for the online dating stories for today. I'm hoping that the online dating for at least this friend is going to be coming to a close because she actually met someone that she really likes. So maybe that's the last one. Let's hope. Although for my entertainment purposes, there's so many other ones. It's kind of fun to hear about it, but it's also kind of sad when they fail so miserably at all of their dates. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow for episode lucky number seven. And it happens to fall on a Tuesday, which is somehow my most creative day of the week. All my good ideas come on Tuesdays. So we'll see what I come up with for tomorrow.